1: a man named Henry Schugel was born. Henry Schugel's father was a pastor, and as a result, Henry's attention was focused on God from the time he was born. Even as a child, Henry spent his spare time reading, studying the Bible, praying, and thinking about the things of God. When he was 15 years old, Henry Schugel became a student at King's College in Aberdeen, Scotland. After he graduated, Henry became a professor at King's College. At the age of 22, Henry was ordained to preach and became the pastor of a church about 20 miles away from where he grew up. He pastored there for a year, and then he returned to King's College to become the professor of divinity, an office that he held for the next five years. Henry was a brilliant young man. He loved the Lord. He wrote extensively about Bible doctrine. And then tragically, at the age of 28, Henry Schugel died of tuberculosis. Of all the great accomplishments in Henry Schugel's short life, believe it or not, Henry is best known for a letter that he wrote to his friend. Henry had a friend who wasn't sure what he thought about Christianity. His idea of faith was one of rules, of do's and don'ts, and meeting the approval of the people at church. And because of his false ideas about what it means to be a Christian, Henry's friend wasn't really interested in knowing Jesus. So Henry decided to write his friend a letter, describing the Christian life to his friend the way he knew it. Listen to just a few brief excerpts. Of Henry's letter. True religion is a union of the soul with God, a real participation of the divine nature, the very image of God drawn upon the soul. It is Christ formed within us. I know not how it can be more fully expressed than by calling it a divine life. The love which a pious man bears to God and goodness is not so much by virtue of a command enjoining him so to do as by a new nature, instructing and prompting him to do it. It is a real participation of God's nature. It is a beam of the eternal light, a drop of that infinite ocean of goodness, and they who are endowed with it may be said to have God dwelling in their souls and Christ formed within them. This is the way that Henry Skugel understood and experienced his relationship with God and the way that he communicated it to his friend. When Henry died at 28 years old, they took that letter and had it published as a book. In the modern printing of that book, it fills over 100 pages. Can you imagine that? A handwritten letter that is over 100 pages long in print. The book is entitled, The Life of God in the Soul of Man. You can easily find it online. But wait, the story is far from over. About 50 years after Henry Schugel's death, A young man named George Whitfield was a student at Oxford University. George Whitfield was a member of a group called the Holy Club with his friends John and Charles Wesley. The young men in the Holy Club were consumed with pursuing God by works, by working their way to heaven, by achieving peace with God, by devoting all their time and effort to reading the Bible, by prayer and fasting, by enduring physical pain, by working for the Lord. The harder George Whitfield tried to work his way to God, the more frustrated he got, until one day he came across Henry Skugel's book, The Life of God in the Soul of Man. As he read, he was immediately dumbfounded by statements like this: "True religion is a union of the soul with God, a real participation of the divine nature, the very image of God drawn upon the soul." It is Christ formed within us. I know not how it can be more fully expressed than by calling it a divine life. Whitfield later wrote in his autobiography that he knew that the author, Henry Scougal, whoever he was, had something that he himself didn't have. He knew that he had to make a choice. He either had to throw his book in the fire and stay in the holy club, continuing with his effort of salvation by works, or he had to walk away from these ideas and keep reading the words of Henry Skougel. Whitfield decided to keep reading the book. And he said that reading that book caused him to understand what it means to be saved by grace through faith. Very shortly thereafter, George Whitfield made Jesus his Savior. And then he spent the rest of his life preaching that message of salvation by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. He brought that message to America and preached it throughout the colonies. God used George Whitefield and his message to ignite the Great Awakening, the spiritual revival that swept through the colonies and laid the foundation for independence. And it all traces back to a letter that a young university professor wrote to his friend, describing the Christian life as the life of God in the soul of man. When you hear of a young man dying at the age of 28, it certainly sounds like a tragedy. But God used this young man and the burden that he had for the soul of his friend to write a book that ignited a spiritual flame in the heart of George Whitfield, who then turned around and set North America on fire for the Lord. Christian, God has great things ahead for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you.
0: If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanberry.org. God bless you.